Welcome back to Money Mindful Moms. I am Krista, and today is going to be more of a a coffee date kind of chat, a heart-to-heart with a friend, if you will. I am going to be talking about something unexpected, and you might be a little resistant, but hear me out. Today, we are going to be talking about paying for peace, paying for the things that make your life easier, and really being unapologetic about it. If you're wondering if that means I'm giving you permission to spend more than you make uh, to make your life easier, that's absolutely not what today is going to be about. So sorry to say, but there is some strategy to investing wisely. So we are going to talk about things that I am currently paying for, even on a very tight budget, and some things that you may want to consider as well. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom, and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't want to wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You want to find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee. It's time to dive in. Okay, so let me start off by telling a story. I feel like this is the perfect way to introduce this topic. When my second child was born, my husband was home with us for the first several weeks before he went back to work. And I remember feeling in those few weeks that he was home, I remember feeling peaceful and calm. And I remember thinking, I think I can do this. I had been a little stressed out about what it was going to be like to go from one child to two chi- two children, especially as a work-from-home mom and how I was going to handle it all. But having him home those first few weeks, I truly felt like, I've got this. And then he went back to work and I struggled, okay? I struggled. I felt overwhelmed, and I don't love that word, by the way, but I felt overwhelmed. I felt like there is no way that I'm going to be able to get everything done that needs to happen. And I just felt very defeated that something was going to have to give. I wasn't going to be able to be the mom that I wanted to be and the wife and still grow my business at the rate that I wanted to grow my business. I was trying to do it all myself because I thought that's what I was supposed to do for almost the first full year. I reached out to someone that I admired who had four kids and was in the same type of business as me, and she was running a very successful business. And I just remember saying, hey, I need to talk to you. What is it that you are doing? Because I am missing something. I am feeling so defeated because I my business is not only not growing, but it's starting to shrink a little bit. And I, I am like fearful that I'm going to lose out on the momentum that I had gained before I had my second child. And here's what she told me. Oh, girl, I don't do it all myself. I have so much help. I have a housekeeper. I have full-time childcare for all four of my kids. And she just listed off all of the things that she had that helped her 
be successful. It freed her up so that she could focus on the things that to her were very important. And let me tell you, this has stuck with me. It has been about 10 years now, and I still remember this conversation with her like it was yesterday. It helped me to realize that just because you can do something yourself, it does not mean that you should. In fact, me trying to do all of that probably held me back from growing my income that year. I don't actually, not even probably, it definitely, it definitely held me back from growing my income that year. I know people have varying opinions on the idea of paying for things that you could do for yourself. You might hear people say that if you're paying down debt or if you're working on any big financial goals, you should cut everything, quote unquote, non-essential. But my question is, who defines what essential is? For me in that season, essential would have been getting someone to clean the house for us, getting some help with my kids, a a grocery delivery service, if that was even a thing back then. I don't think it was, but a grocery delivery service would have been life-changing back then. That would have given me the time and the energy back so that I could put that into my business. But even if it wasn't about giving me more time to make more money and all it was about was giving me peace, it would have been worth it. And here's why. I always share that when you feel confident in your finances, you show up differently every day, right? You have more energy for the things that you enjoy. You have more patience to help your kids for sure. And you have more energy for your spouse. And paying for peace ties into that. So picture this. You decide to invest in a house cleaner to come once every two weeks. And that takes all of the deep cleaning off of your plate. It's now a Thursday afternoon and your three kids walk in the door from school and they all need help with their homework. Your house is already clean and you didn't spend your whole day cleaning it. You were able to take care of what you needed to take care of while they were gone and you made sure that your cup was full before jumping into that busyness of that after school homework rush. You go from kid to kid answering their questions, helping them with long division and whatever else they have going on and in that moment you realize the old you would have been so tapped out you would have snapped at your kids for asking even the simplest of questions. For the first time, you feel like you can be fully present and give your kids your best during this time of day. Now, that is the picture that you want to see, isn't it? Now, you may not see an immediate financial return on this if you are not using that time to turn around and make money. But what I will say is how we are going how are we ever going to become our definition of wealthy if we're constantly stressed, constantly annoyed, and living in this sort of permanent state of scarcity. Maybe house cleaning isn't the thing that you need. Maybe you really enjoy cleaning. Or maybe your kids are all old enough to help with the task so it doesn't feel heavy. I know that's the case with us. My older kids, we all get together on the weekends and we divide it up. We tackle it. We take care of the house once a week and it's done. 
although I do think I want to add a house deep cleaning every once in a while to my list of things that I want to start paying for. Now, I'm not telling everyone to rush out and get a housekeeper, okay? What I am saying is that if you are white knuckling every single dollar for the sake of getting your debt paid off as fast as possible, you may be sabotaging yourself without even realizing it. But this is not permission to go out and buy yourself a whole new wardrobe and call it paying for peace, okay? I also want to say that I fully acknowledge there are times when you literally have every dollar allocated to an absolute need. In that case, I hope that it's a temporary state and that your focus is bringing up the income so that you can have the excess to then put towards these things that will bring you peace. Because when you're there, you guys, you are in a fight or flight state all the time. It is not a place that you want to stay for a long period of time. The goal is always, always, always to get out of that that place, okay? I'm not telling you to go out and spend frivolously. So now that I've convinced you to let go of your tight grip on every dollar for the sake of your peace, it's only fair that I share with you the things that I am currently paying for that bring me peace. Honestly, one of the most exciting things to me as we continue on our path of paying off debt is how I'm going to be able to increase this list to more things. This is just our starting point, you guys, and I know that there will be more, and it fires you up when you start doing these things. You go, why was I not doing this before? I need to find more things that are going to help me get to wherever it is I want to go, whether that's a mental thing or maybe, like I said, it's helping you with your finances because you're using that time to turn around and work. So here are three things that I am currently paying for that give me peace. The first thing is a workout and nutrition program. I know I've talked about that here several times, but I don't have to think about it, and that gives me peace. I get to wake up in the morning, press play. It's all done for me, and even the nutrition part of it, it simplifies my meal choices. It frees up my brain space, and that is exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to paying for peace. The second thing that I am currently paying for is a computer program, and it takes care of some of the back-end parts of my business. Now, I could do all of these things myself, but I just don't want to, (laughs) frankly. It's very stressful to me to do, like, what I enjoy is forward-facing. All that stuff behind the scenes is not a joy to me. Um, It keeps me everything in my business organized. And come tax time, I am so, so grateful that I don't have to deal with it. It is 100% worth the investment to me for my sanity to just pay a computer system to take care of all that stuff. And then I can be freed up to do the things that I really enjoy in my business. Plus, I think next on my list is going to be getting a virtual assistant. Just having that computer program is super helpful, but having a virtual assistant, I'm really hoping to get to that point by this spring. That is one of my goals. Um, I will happily hand over some money to have someone take a lot off of my plate. Right now, I am a one-man show, and I'm super grateful for this season because I'm learning so much, but I also know where my gifts are, and I know that other people have gifts that they could take care of some things, and then I could be 
be leaning into what my gifts are even more. And the third thing that I am paying for is business coaching. Now, you may not think of this as paying for peace, but 100% is paying for peace. If I had to not only spend my time building a business, but tons of time figuring out the specifics on how to build the business while also being a mom and a wife, I would probably be a crazy person, okay? Having a good coach, they have done what I want to do, and so now they get to help me get really clear on the direction that I'm going because I could be completely wasting my time if I'm going to the left and I need to go to the right. Does that make sense? And then what a waste of time, energy, and money. So paying for peace looks like somebody to tell me where you want to go is to the right. Why are we going to the left? And then I could be like, oh, yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of that. They they give you a plan and help me cut down on all of the unnecessary fluff. This has been a huge part of the reason why I am even here doing a podcast today because I chose to learn from someone who had gone before me. So I'm going to give you two questions to ask yourself as we wrap this up to help you identify where you might need to look to pay for peace if that's part of your budget. Now, the first thing I want to say, though, before we even ask ourselves these questions is what you need to know before you can even ask yourself these questions is your numbers because you might be white knuckling those dollars, like I said, because you think you can't afford it when actually if you took the time to figure out your numbers, you most likely can afford it, but you don't know until you know your numbers. So before we even ask ourselves these questions, you got to know your numbers. And if you don't, my program, the Overflow program, is not open for enrollment right now, but you can send me a DM and I will get you on the wait list for the next round, which starts in January. Okay, so now that we have that off the table, here are two questions that you can ask yourself to help you identify where you might want to pay for your own piece. The first question is to ask yourself, what am I noticing is draining me in my personal life, okay? So maybe, like I gave the example of the cleaning, maybe that's something that is draining you there. Maybe it is cooking that you just, it doesn't bring you joy and you dread every day figuring out what to make for dinner. So what is draining you in your personal life? Okay, the second question is, what is draining you in your professional life? Maybe it is time to hire a virtual assistant. Maybe it's time to get some help with your kids so that you can work instead of trying to do both at the same time if that's not working for you. Now, once you have identified those things, you can really narrow down what makes sense to go first. You may not be able to do everything that you have on your list, and that is okay. But what is one thing that you can start budgeting for right here and right now? That will be the very first thing that you're going to start working on, figuring out how you can get help in that area. Sometimes it doesn't have to be paying somebody outside of your family. It could just be, I need peace in this area, so I need to ask for help within my own family. I need to ask my husband to help because he probably wants to. He just doesn't know how to. Or I need to ask my kids to step it up when it comes to taking care of some chores around the house so that 
that then frees me up mentally and I can go pursue what I need to pursue because I know that those things are taken care of on the home front. I hope that this was helpful. I hope this gave you permission to really take a look at this. Like I said, this isn't something that you are just going to go start spending frivolously, but it is something that is very intentional and calculated and can be life-changing if you actually take the time to figure it out. Okay, if this was helpful to you, please share with me on Instagram. You can tag me there and let me know what you're going to start implementing. I would love to hear from you. I'll see you back here next time. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really makes a difference and it is the best way that you can say thank you. Also, I would love to hear from you. So come on over to Instagram and find me at Money Mindful Moms. Connect with me there. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.